What's up you guys it's Senpai back with another episode of the Med Motivation podcast. This is episode 3 and as promised I'm going to talk about different types of SRS that means spaced repetition software. In the previous episode we talked a lot about the physiology of learning and the importance of spaced repetition. So if you don't already know what spaced repetition is I suggest you check out the previous episode and in this we are going to go through some different types of spaced repetition software. and kind of rate them and figure out what's best so as i said these software they have a spaced repetition algorithm built into them so most of these are functioning as flashcard software so if you have already done flashcards in real life it's basically a card with the question in the front and the answer in the back so when you look at the, the front of the card and you see the question you have to recall the answer by yourself actively recall it and then when you flip on the other side you have the answer and you verify if it's right and uh, if it's wrong then it goes to another place where you have to check it again in a lesser interval so you have to check it again with a smaller time interval in between the cards but if you were doing it in real life it will be very difficult as i said um the lightness box is one method of doing it but actually implementing it in real life is uh, so much more difficult than you'd think so several people have come forward to embed this theory in software and make spaced repetition softwares so in the last episode i was i was wondering why this method is not yet implemented in the general education that we we all go through like in our university education and school education i feel like it would be so much easier for us to learn if we all did this but uh, it looks like it's not going to happen anytime soon and i think the reason is it's easier said than done like spaced repetition is in my opinion the best way to memorize things and the best way to get things into your head but actually doing it properly is a much more difficult task i found a list of software that technically count as either srs spaced repetition software or flashcard software and each of these have their ups and downs but the the most difficult task in spaced repetition software is it's it's made with the assumption that you do your cards every day so when you do a card and then it gets rescheduled to another day according to the time interval that's set according to the space repetition algorithm so let's say you think of it as in in real life you have a flash card and you turn over and you realize it's uh, that it was difficult it was not the answer that you thought of or that you recalled then you have to communicate that to the software and say okay this card was hard, uh, difficult for me and then the software decides in which time interval to show you the card again so it'll decide okay i'm going to show you this card again in one day that means tomorrow because you got it wrong and if i get it right then the, the software decides okay i'm going to show you this card in 4 days so and then it assumes that you're going to do your flash cards tomorrow the day after tomorrow and the two days after tomorrow and so on so you have to do it every day in order for this spaced repetition algorithm to work properly because there's a set of cards that's assigned for you to do that's been rescheduled for every day of the week and uh let's go one by one in alphabetical order so the first thing that comes up and if you've been keeping up with my youtube channel uh, you already know that uh, i'm a big proponent of anki anki is what i have been using mostly and is my personal choice so anki is a spaced repetition software and it is also a flashcard software and and this is actually available on android on ios across all the most commonly used operating systems so anki is available 
on windows so you can use this in multiple devices and it can be um, synced across platforms so let's say you do your cards on the computer and then you have to go somewhere and on the way you can do on the metro you can do your cards on your phone or on your tab and that feature is pretty useful in my opinion because you have to incorporate this into your daily life it has to become a habit and you have to be able to do this on the go and we have to talk about the pricing as well so as we know not all softwares on the internet are available for free especially if it has um, a service part of it if it's just a software that you have to download and use on your computer locally then it's relatively easy if you know where to look for you can find the um, software for free although i do not advise that you do that but with anki you don't have to go through all those hoops and you don't have to pay for anything it's completely free except for ios for iphones you have to buy the app and it's around uh, $5 if i remember correctly let me uh, look that up real quick yeah it's $25 on ios and that's a one time purchase and after that and you can use it for a lifetime and knowing how useful anki is and if you're going to do it properly the $25 price tag is actually very much worth it in my opinion and having the app being able to do anki on the go would be worth that money compared to the hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that you all pay for tuition fees for your colleges the $25 price tag for anki is very reasonable in my opinion yeah there's a lot of um, technical details in this like what kind of language they use so basically when you make flash cards the the flash cards are made made in uh, html and latex so if you are designing your own flash cards and you want to learn if you want to make customized flash cards which are very sophisticated then uh, that would be be important for you so those are the pros of anki let's move on to the cons anki is actually a very difficult software to learn the user interface sort of looks like something you see in an advanced software like an advanced professional software like photoshop or premiere pro it's not pretty for the eye when you suddenly look at it. it looks like something professional and there's a lot of settings everywhere and it's not that easy for a person to learn it at first because of this a lot of people might be discouraged to even start using anki in the first place but there are tons of video tutorials on youtube and on other platforms and they have a very comprehensive and understandable and uh, complete user manual for anki issued by the software and there are lots of other users of anki who are anki enthusiasts just like me on youtube basically explaining anything and everything you need to know about anki one youtube channel that i recommend who is like the authority when it comes to anki is called anking a youtube channel that explains everything you need to know about anki from the basics and it's all available for free on youtube and another con is that if you are learning a subject you need to have the flashcards so anki doesn't issue the flashcards for you you have to make your own flashcards but there are other um, third party users who have made their own flashcards and uploaded them to the website so you can search their directory and find flashcards that other people have made and you can download them customize it to your own liking and use them but a lot of people say if you are using anki properly the best way to learn is if you make your own flashcards i have been making my own flashcards for a while and making your own flashcards it's also there's a lot to learn in that and if you want to make highly customized cards you need to learn a little bit of html 
So there's plenty of web resources for this as well. I've learned everything about Anki online. There's a website called W3 Schools that teaches you the, bas the basic HTML. And there's a lot of things that you can do to customize your cards with that. But that's only if you want to get into the technical aspects of it. But it's not necessary that you learn HTML at all. You can do a lot of things with the UI itself. And another notable feature of Anki is that it has plugins. And a lot of people, like when you download Anki in the beginning, the stock app is actually not pretty, not presentable at all. If you look at it, it looks very ugly and blank. And honestly, starting out Anki without anyone telling you how to get into it is pretty difficult. And that's one of the main reasons why Anki and other flashcard software in general are not used as widely as it should be. But once you get the right add-ons, add-ons are basically like like if you get a phone without any apps, the things that you can do with the phone are pretty much very limited. But then you have the app store. You can go to the app store and download whatever the app you want, which lets you do so many things. Like the sky is the limit. <clears throat> if your imagination allows it, it's there on the app store and you can download it. So similarly, there are plugins for Anki that you can use. For example, uh, there's a plugin that you can use to turn your flashcards into printable format. And there are add-ons uh, to customize your background. There are add-ons to edit your cards in certain ways. There's an add-on called Image Occlusion Enhanced that allows you to occlude certain parts of an image. So ex for example, if you're making a flashcard out of a, a label diagram, you can occlude the labels and then make them reveal one by one, sort of making a flashcard out of a diagram. So if you learn how to use it, which is pretty easy with the YouTube tutorials, Anki can be an immensely useful tool for your education. And the second best in my list is this software called Brainscape. And this is also a spaced repetition software. It has a spaced repetition algorithm and it is also a flashcard software. And this is also available for free. You can download it for free. But one downside in this is that you can only make two-sided flashcards. So so in Anki, it allows you to make different types of flashcards. So you can, can even make your own node type. So the, the basic types are, the, the ones that I use are the front and back cards. And that means uh, the, the card has a specified front and a back. And then you have the front and back reversible cards. So, so for example, a front and back card would have a question in front, like uh, what is the powerhouse of the cell? And when you turn on the other side, you have the answer, mitochondria. But if you take a reversible front and back card, back side can also be used as the front. So in one side you'd have blank is the powerhouse of the cell. And then the other side you have mitochondria blank. So when you see the mitochondria side, you see mitochondria blank and you have to fill in the blank and that's the powerhouse of the cell. When you turn it, turn it to the other side, you have blank is the powerhouse of the cell. So the answer is there and you can use it either way. But those are both uh, two-sided cards. But then there are multiple-sided cards, which I can't really explain in a, a physical format. But it has like, uh, this is done through uh, closed deletions. So you can create multiple blanks from one card, from one note. So basically you have, let's say for an example, uh, you have mitochondria. Is the powerhouse of the cell so you can occlude to uh, close delete two part two parts of that sentence mitochondria can be turned into a close deletion and powerhouse can also be 
turned into a close deletion so in one card it will show blank is the powerhouse the cell and in the other card it will show mitochondria is the blank of the cell so you have to fill in the blank and recall the the correct word that fits in there that's another type of uh, note that you can make with anki and making one note can allow you to create multiple cards from one note so another thing about uh, brainscape the difference between anki and brainscape is brainscape is more expensive for the the premium version it's $80 for the lifetime membership in anki there is no specific premium version it's the basic version it's the version that everyone gets and it's for free and almost 99% of the add-ons that you get for anki are also free and there are certain add-ons that they they have uh, come up recently some add-ons that they um, issue for a price but those are only very vague useless as in very um, for, for very specific features that probably more advanced um, anki users who are trying to make cards for other people are trying to use but for a basic user for anyone who's trying to study with anki those add-ons are not necessary but brainscape it's um, $80 for a lifetime membership which is not worth it given the fact that brainscape has a five choice basic five choice spaced repetition confidence system so basically it gives you five choices when you do a card it gives you five choices like easy medium hard like that so if it's easy it it um shows you the card in another one month maybe so like that it gives you five choices and that's all you have but in anki you have an adaptive spaced repetition system so let's say this is the third time you are doing the card and then the easy button will show you that the card will be shown again in another 5 months like that like the more the more that you have done the card the interval increases and that spaced repetition uh, adaptive spaced repetition system is not something you get in brainscape and another thing is the modern interface brainscape actually has a better modern interface and you can study multiple card uh, multiple decks at once but the mobile app for brainscape doesn't allow you to edit cards on the mobile app but in anki you can do all of that on the mobile app as well the Andro- the android app actually it's called anki droid has almost it has a lot of features that you can access from the desktop app as well but you can even make new cards from your uh mobile app but if you are making uh for it to be efficient enough to uh be compatible with your rate of studying usually doing it on the desktop is the most efficient way of doing it and making sure you do it correctly but if you are on the go and you want to make a new card for example uh you are watching something on your phone and you come across a new word that you want to learn that you want to memorize then you can quickly make a card from your phone and that feature is very useful so those those features are not there in the brainscape mobile app and with anki for the free desktop app and free anki droid app and the 25 dollar iphone app it's much more worth it than brainscape and the browsing features and uh, the user interface of the card when you make cards sometimes in brainscape the images are not aligned and uh, fitting into the card properly especially on the mobile app 
and those um, those features those bugs are actually much more uh, uh, much less prevalent in anki since it's an open source software and there are a lot of developers who are volunteering and involved in uh, figuring out those bugs especially when it comes to interference with different add-ons but if anybody is ever choosing brainscape of anki it's because of the user interface which looks outdated and too much to process at a glance and given the price difference anki is way better in value to me in a learning perspective that adaptive spaced repetition algorithm is what matters most and for that reason i think anki comes as the winner in that one as well and there are other um, notable flashcard software as well one uh, one of the more popular ones is called um, duolingo so if you are a user of twitter you'd know that uh, duolingo is pretty famous for their brutality in uh, getting you to do your cards daily um duolingo is a, a software that allows you to learn a new language but there's another one called uh, duolingo tiny cards which is now discontinued so that was uh, also a flashcard software which is also a spaced repetition software i wonder why they discontinued it but that would have been useful to anki is also used a lot for learning languages there are already uh, a lot of pre-made cards that are available that other people have made that uh, you can download and use but i think especially if you are learning a language uh, both are important you have to be uh, you can download the pre-made cards and also make your own cards for example if i'm if, if i'm learning japanese and let's say i'm watching an anime and then i come across a new word or like oh and then i realize the meaning of this or i want to know the meaning of this word and then i type and, and i search it on google or whatever and find the meaning of that word now now that i've learned it i have to make i want to make a anki card for that word so that i'll be able to refer it in the future and get it into my permanent memory i remember it because it's really difficult the best way to learn a language is to use it but when you when you're starting out you don't have enough voc- vocabulary to use it and especially say i'm learning japanese there's no one around me so much like if i'm learn if i'm self learning not going to a class or anywhere it's difficult to learn it alone without speaking it to another person so and at first you don't have enough vocabulary to construct a complete sentence either so at this point you still have to be able to kind of refer to those words and uh, expose yourself to that in a continuous manner and these flashcards will allow you to keep that in your memory once you've learned a word and i use the same uh, principle when i'm uh, doing papers so for example i use the pre-made cards to learn a new content and then um, i usually do the past papers for the particular exam that i'm studying for to familiarize myself with the type of questions that i'm going to get and when i do those i come across certain points that weren't mentioned in the flashcards that i did so i haven't learned this yet so when i come across something new that wasn't in my flashcards set then i can make my own flashcard for that and add it to my deck of cards so similarly uh it can be used for languages pretty well and there are other flashcard software if you want really want to know uh, like siri go kobo cards course hero fresh memory another one that's really popular in the US it's um, called Quizlet and this is actually um this is not a spaced repetition software but it's a, just a flashcard software but the app is freely available and 
and what makes this stand out more is that the user interface in this is very user friendly and very desirable to look at and a lot of people tend to choose this a lot of people who are getting into flashcards at first tend to choose quizlet over anki because it's so much easier to use but the actual usability of uh, like how much it can contribute to your studies is kind of limited because it's not a spaced repetition software so um i guess you'd have to use your own uh, scheduling maybe put reminders for each and every card that you do okay i have to do this card in other four days and so on it doesn't have a spaced repetition algorithm built into it so it doesn't count as an srs a spaced repetition software i wish it was it's kind of very it allow it has so many um other types of learning uh, other types of learning tools other than flashcards but without spaced repetition that's not so much that you can do with it and they have a variety of um, pre-made decks for a lot of subjects a lot of learning material that you can download and some of them like a lot of them are paid and you have to pay and get get those cards or those questions and do them and there is there is a website which allows you to convert your quizlet flashcards into anki flashcards so if you find a really good uh, flashcard deck that that's available on quizlet then you can download that and convert it to an anki deck and use it in anki with spaced repetition so my recommendation is if you are re- if you really want to get into spaced repetition software i suggest that you download some of these i recommend that you try out brainscape anki and quizlet and choose what's best for you but i recommend that you choose something that has spaced repetition software so um i will leave in the description i will leave a list of all the flashcard software all the spaced repetition software that you can try out out of these the one that is best um uh, in my opinion and a lot of people who do anki especially in medical school is uh, anki the first the first time i discovered anki was also um in something related to medicine so when i first got um got my admission to medical school i got very excited and i and i was using reddit at the time a lot and then i searched uh, reddit communities that are related to medicine so there was uh, there is a reddit community called r/medicalschool uh, and another one and then right after that right below that shows up r/medicalschoolanki and at the time i didn't know what anki was but for some reason i ended up joining that as well and then through that content that's posted on the anki subreddit appeared on my feed and then that's how i first got exposed to anki and i'm so glad for it i and turns out there's a lot of people in medical school using anki so the main um, user community of anki exists on reddit so if you have any question regarding anki or if you are looking for any solution if you want to discuss anything related to anki you can head over to reddit r/anki or r/medicalschoolanki and there's a very large community in fact the r/medicalschoolanki subreddit is bigger than the r/anki subreddit people using the medical school anki subreddit there's a bigger community there so if you really want to get into um, anki i suggest you check out this subreddit as well and also the youtube channel that i mentioned called anking and i have 
several tu- tutorial videos on anki on my youtube channel as well senpai simplified and i have, i'm planning to make more youtube tutorials on this uh on on these topics as well i have tried to get a lot of my friends into using anki because i'm such a big believer of how useful it can be to our course to learn everything in a sustainable manner but the problem a lot of people have with anki is first starting out and and i want to help with that because once you get through this this initial barrier after that the benefits will come definitely and in anki it has certain plugins that allow you to kind of gamify your learning process it turns your learning like turns studying into a game and that's like one of the most amazing features of anki is that it has leaderboards you can see how many cards your friends did every day and it has a ranking and it has streaks that's the most important part in my opinion cuz the the key thing that you need to do is you have to do cards every day right so for this they have the streaks and the longest streak i've had ever is 276 day streak so i did anki cards without missing a day for 200 uh, 276 days straight after that i had um, i think it was after an exam or during an exam i broke my streak and then i soon recovered again but during that time um, there was a time when i religiously did anki and after that when i got closer to the exam i had to move on to doing more past papers but during that like what i learned during that time when i did flashcards properly that information stayed with me for a much longer time than the things that i learned just by reading material those things that i learned with anki are still there in my head and that's what's amazing about anki i'm i've i've experienced this first hand anki is the best way anki is the way to remember what you've learned forever and it's important if especially for medical students and doctors once you learn something you're going to be using that it's not just for an exam you're not going to like the goal is not to just pass the exam you're going to use this in your practice to save people's lives and to make people's lives better so you need to learn this for a lifetime the best way to do that is to use anki and that's it for today's podcast guys make sure to subscribe to my youtube channel sampai simplified and sign up to my emailing list i will email you the new episodes every time a new episode comes out and check out my socials i will leave a link in the description and also another reminder check out my website sampaisimplified.net i have all the topics for preclinical medicine anatomy biochemistry and physiology and i'm covering them one by one each topic you can read about all the material that you need and there are quizzes underneath them and also i have my medicine simplified anki deck which is also available on the website sampaisimplified.net and if you want to learn medicine through anki for preclinical subjects i have this anki deck that i have made with everything you need to know and it's linked to my website so every time you come across a topic that you want to read more it's linked to my website so when you come across a card you can go uh, you can click read more and then it takes you to the website and then you can read more on that subject where you will have videos infographics and quizzes for your particular topic that you want to learn more about and um, thank you for listening in senpai out Oh, oh, oh.
Let me just skip five. 